Hello and welcome to Transcend. My name is Ains, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm a gay trans man. I'm here to talk mostly about gender and sexuality, but I'll also talk a little bit about mental health, in particular bipolar disorder, OCD, ADHD, and PTSD, since that's what I'm diagnosed with. Thank you for listening. Transcend. This week, I'm going to talk about my experiences with testosterone or hormone replacement therapy. A lot of people call it HRT um, for people who were assigned female at birth and want to achieve a more masculine body and facial appearance. I've been on HRT for about 20 weeks. Um, it'll be five months in about a week. Um, I'll be talking about the process of me starting testosterone from research to telling my parents to actually getting the prescription. Um, I'll also be talking about my individual goals for HRT as well as the effects that I've noticed so far and the timeline that those effects showed up for me in my individual body. Um, with that being said, let's get into how I started testosterone. The first step in getting testosterone is research. It is so incredibly important. Um, I did a tremendous amount of it, but also when I started doing research, this was about, I would say probably a year and a half ago, I started doing research on testosterone and hormone replacement therapy for AFAB people. And I was watching some YouTube videos and it like, struck me so deeply that I got sick and I threw up because of like the emotional weight that that carried on me um, It freaked me out that that was before I realized that I was a trans man I think I thought I was non-binary at that point, but I still was really interested in testosterone um, And so yeah research starting out was very very scary and I think that that's because there's not a lot of research out there. The majority of research that you do is anecdotal and it's based on people's YouTube videos and TikToks and blogs because there's not much scientific evidence about testosterone um, and just hormone replacement therapy in general. I'm not sure if there's more for people who take estrogen, but I highly doubt it. Um, trans science is not something that people necessarily want to look into and so there's not a lot of research however you need to do a tremendous amount of research before starting taking testosterone because there are permanent side effects um and that's obviously something that you want to know those permanent side effects you want to know how it's going to affect your health everything like that you want to know what you're getting yourself into before you start taking a body and mind altering drug you know um and so I mainly did research through YouTube videos was my main thing. I read some scientific articles that I could try to comprehend. Um, and then the main amount of research that I did was just talking to my doctor when I made my initial doctor's appointment. And I'll get to that later. But the most credible research and information that you can get is going to be from a doctor. However, I think it's extremely important to listen to anecdotal evidence too, just because it really gives you an overview of all of the unique individual bodies and experiences of testosterone and it kind of gives you the wide range of my body could experience this effect at three weeks in but it might take three years in for some people you know so I feel like anecdotal evidence is really important 
as is representation in general. But yes, research is definitely the first step, but always listen to your doctor over any anecdotal evidence your doctor is going to know best. And that is if you have a doctor who is trans-friendly. So make sure you find trans-friendly doctors as well. Um, you can Google trans-friendly doctors and there are websites that will help you figure out if there's a trans-friendly doctor near you or just an LGBTQ-friendly doctor. Um, generally, they'll be trans-friendly too, you would hope so. Um, generally, they are. So, but yes, research, extremely important. The next step for me in my testosterone journey was convincing my parents. And I was 20 at the time when I started, so I didn't necessarily, I didn't need their permission, um, but I have a good relationship with my parents and I felt like that was something that I needed their, not necessarily their approval, but I needed to make them aware and I wanted them to be okay with the decision, even if they weren't like, cheering for it. I wanted them to at least be at peace with my decision. Um, and so convincing them was my next step after doing a lot of research. And the way that I went about that is while I was doing research, I made a 10 page guide to testosterone and it was very, very detailed and it was color coded. I talked about everything from cost to insurance coverage to timeline to effects to permanent versus not permanent effects. I talked about basically like anything that I could gather from research on testosterone and I consolidated it so it looked pretty and it wasn't overwhelming and I showed this 10 page guide to my parents so that they had every piece of information and that they would have no questions or if they had a question I had the answer right there in front of them and this definitely helped because my parents are not the type of people to go and do research by themselves my dad might but um, something like testosterone can be so intimidating to start researching and so I knew that they were not gonna take that upon themselves so I was like I need to do the work for them which it shouldn't be that way but I wanted to be on testosterone this is the only way I knew that I was gonna go about it I was gonna go to any lengths to be on testosterone so I made this research guide for them um, when I told them that I wanted to go on testosterone I really reiterated the mental and social impacts of my dysphoria so I talked a lot about how my dysphoria triggers bipolar episodes when I'm feeling dysphoric, I do not want to leave the house. I do not want to interact with anybody around me. Um, and so my social life definitely suffers from that. And so I talked about how I also like have experienced like suicidal thoughts and ideations like because of dysphoria and being trans and all those sorts of things. And I think that really shocked them into understanding how serious this was and how important it was for me to start this. Um, and so definitely like using that, that emotion, playing that emotion card, using pathos, like definitely helps them understand why it's so imperative that I start testosterone so that I can live the life that I'm supposed to live. Um, and it was very difficult to get them on the same page as me, but I, I was going to start testosterone regardless of their opinion. It was more of me just trying to get them on the same page as me before my appointment was scheduled, which was like two months out from when I told them that I wanted to start testosterone. But it was difficult. I mean, my mom's main thing was that she feels that I'm gonna regret this. She's scared that one day I'm gonna wake up and be like, oh my God, I'm not trans. What did I do to my body? I have permanent effects, stuff like that. And I just had to like look at her very plainly and be like, mom, if you are ever going to do anything for me to make me happy, this is going to be it. 
Like, I was like, this is a bigger deal than my wedding day is going to be. This is everything to me. This is my life. I need this. And I basically told her, you need to trust me. I'm 20 years old. I'm an adult. I know my own body. I know my own brain. I need you to trust me as a mom to your son. Please trust me that this is the right decision. And eventually she just kind of caved and she wasn't very happy with the decision, but she caved. And ever since then, every single time I feel any sort of joy, euphoria, anything related to testosterone, I text her immediately and I'm like, oh my God, guess what just happened? I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Thank you for letting me start because I want her to see that like she, did the right thing in trusting me because I truly have never been happier. Um, my dad, on the other hand, took it great. He said that he needed some time to like cope with it, um, which I wanted to respect, but at the same time, I was like, there shouldn't really be anything that you need to cope with because I'm not changing at all. I may be looking different, but I'm not changing. It's like if somebody gained a bunch of weight or if somebody lost a bunch of weight or if somebody dyed their hair or if somebody cut their hair, like, it's just my appearance, you know what I mean? So I don't really feel like there's anything that you need to necessarily cope with, but I was hell-bent on starting testosterone and I think they knew that and so it was kind of an option for them to either give in and support me or watch me do it and watch our relationship struggle. The third step in my testosterone journey was making an appointment with a doctor. And some doctors, some states, some insurances require certain things like letters from a therapist, letters from a physician. I luckily found a doctor that didn't require any of that. Um, I went through the doctors at my campus health center at the University of Arizona, and my doctor is absolutely amazing. Shout out to my doctor. I know she's not listening to this, but slay. Um, I absolutely love her. I went to, I, so I chose my campus health because I was looking around at doctors and I obviously wanted to find a trans friendly doctor. I wanted to find somebody who knew their shit about gender and about hormones, specifically hormone replacement therapy for trans people versus like an endocrinologist. So I was looking at my campus health website and I saw that they had gender affirming healthcare on there. So I looked into it and they had many doctors who have had years and years of experience treating trans patients. Um, not treating, I don't like that word, helping, affirming trans patients. Um, and so I just chose one of them and I made an appointment with her and our first appointment was absolutely amazing. Um, she first asked me what my goals were for testosterone and why I felt like I needed it. Um, she asked me some questions for insurance purposes like, what are the mental impacts of you starting testosterone? How does dysphoria manifest in your body? How long have you felt dysphoria? How long have you know that, known that you were trans? And stuff like that. Um, if you Google online, you can probably find these questions that the insurance company requires if you like wanna prep for them. Like my biggest advice would be to go on the insurance company's website, look at the policy and see what the reco like see what the requirements are and then see how you need to fit into them. Because for some of them, they might require that you live as your gender for like a year. So if they're asking you how long have you known, your answer needs to be for at least a year, stuff like that. But anyway, she asked me those questions and 
the appointment was all about me. I had never been to a doctor's appointment where the goal was making me feel good, making me feel right. And the entire appointment was about me. Like she just wanted to make sure that I felt comfortable, that I felt educated and that I felt prepared. So she went over a lot of the effects of testosterone, all of that jazz, um, gave me this really helpful packet that had all of the effects, all of the side effects, all of the timeline, everything related to that. And I had to take that home and I had to sign it to like initial off that I was like, okay, getting this treatment. Um, and so I had that initial appointment. She asked the questions, I got the paperwork and she requested that I get labs done. And that was just, again, to make sure that my levels were good. And it was also to make sure that we can set my dosage. So depending on how much natural testosterone I had in my body, that's what we were gonna do to set the original dosage to start out with and then see how that dosage goes. Um, so that initial blood work, I did have to fast for like six hours. So I just woke up and got my blood drawn immediately before eating breakfast because I hate fasting and I'm super hungry all the time. After my blood work came back, I made a second appointment with my doctor and she went over the blood work with me and told me that everything came back like perfectly clean, everything was good, which was awesome. So we decided to get my prescription um, and I brought back that signed paperwork and um, we started my dosage at 0.25 milliliters once a week. Um, the testosterone bottle was insanely cheap. Um, I think I have a 200 milliliter bottle and with my insurance, it's only $3.82. So insanely cheap. And that vial lasted me four months. So it's literally less than a dollar a month on my insurance. Um, if your insurance doesn't cover it, look on GoodRx. And the most expensive that I've seen it is like $30. So it is pretty affordable compared to a lot of medicines. After getting the prescriptions, the university required that I did injection classes. So I had to make an appointment for the following week to do my first shot. And um, the first time a nurse did it, and weirdly enough, I got prescribed um, in, what's it called, subcutaneous. I take subcutaneous shots, which means that I inject into the fat into my body. That's what I got prescribed. The first time I got my shot, the nurse thought that it said IM, which is intramuscular or interior muscles. And um, she read it as IM. So she did the shot in my thigh my first time, even though it was supposed to go in my stomach. Um, so that was a little bit weird and I was like confused. So when I came back the second time, they were like, OMG, I'm so sorry, we're gonna have to do it again because we have to show you how to do it in your stomach instead of your thigh. And I was like, okay. So then the second time they did my shot again, the third time I came back, they were like, all right, um, you can either watch us do it again or you can try to do it again. And then we'll like see how that goes. And then if you do it good this time, then next time we'll watch you do it again by yourself and then you can do them all by yourself from then on out. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I went back the third time and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do the shot by myself while you guys watch. And I did it so good that time that they were like, you don't even need to come back a second time. They're like, we just trust you. You can do it by yourself at home. So then from then on out, I started doing them at home. And the way that I administer my shots, like my little shot routine, is I play my favorite song. Um, and my favorite song, like forever, will be Be an Astronaut by Declan McKenna. And it's like a, very much a trans song for me. Like, I don't know why, it's just like really representative of my journey. So I always play that song while I do my shot. It like helps me feel better and I hype myself up before I do it. Um, I go through all the steps in my head and then I take out my materials and I like set them out in the order of the steps so that everything feels like organized and I don't really have to think that much. Um, and then I get everything ready 
and then I just count to three and I just go for it because if not I will sit there and I'll just stare at it and I'll avoid it so I literally just go three two one inject and I just will automatically um, inject it so every trans person has different goals for transitioning every person who's on testosterone has different goals for their journey on testosterone so my goals in particular my number one goal was a deeper voice i was so dysphoric about my voice i wanted to pass over the phone like that was my number one dead giveaway was my voice so i really wanted the deep voice um the masculine face i really wanted like sharper features a sharper jawline i just felt like I had a very like doe-eyed face before. I looked very much like a little doe-eyed girl and I wanted to have like sharp masculine features. Um, and that's because of the fat redistribution, which is really what I wanted. I wanted the fat redistribution in my body too, in the sense that I wanted the fat taken away from like my boobs and my hips and I wanted them put towards the middle of my body so I appear more square. Um, beyond fat redistribution, I also really wanted the facial hair and I still do really want facial hair but it's like highly unlikely with my genetics. Um, my dad doesn't grow facial hair, so there's like not really a way that I'm gonna grow facial hair unless I get really lucky and on my mom's side they do, but my mom has like, there's everybody's girls on my mom's side, so I don't really know what's in store for me facial hair wise. I will have to figure that out in the next year whenever it hopefully starts to grow. Um, a small one, but a big one for me is Adam's apple. I really want an Adam's apple. Um, I feel like that would be such a euphoric thing. Like as my voice has been getting deeper, I can feel the movement of like a small Adam's apple, but I'm excited for it to actually grow into a full Adam's apple. Um, hair growth is something that I didn't expect, but I was really excited for hair growth. Well, I guess I did expect it. I didn't expect hair growth on my head. Um, and I love that my hair is growing faster on my head, but I was excited about like body hair growth. Um, my legs like we're not very hairy and my hair is very like blonde so you couldn't really see it so during the summertime I hated wearing shorts because it just made me dysphoric like I'm like I don't have manly legs not that there's such a thing as manly legs but I was like I wanted hairy legs you know and I didn't have that so the hair growth on my body is definitely a big thing for me um muscle growth is like super exciting I'm not someone who wants to be super muscular but I do want to be toned I do want to have a little bit of muscle definition and the fact that I can do that a little bit easier on testosterone and like maintain the muscles even if I'm not working out as much I think that's really cool so that was one of my goals and my last goal which is gonna sound bizarre to some people was bottom growth I was really excited about it and it has not disappointed I think it's really fun it makes me really euphoric honestly it's like I don't I don't want bottom surgery and that's my own personal goal absolutely no hate to anybody who does want bottom surgery that's their own journey I don't and so bottom growth is like enough of a change in my genitalia to make me feel comfortable with it if that makes sense I don't know I really like it it feels like my own unique body and I think that that's something that's really special I'm gonna give like the effects that happened and the timeline that it happened on and the first thing that I noticed about one week in was I was super tired and I was super nauseous and this only lasted like max a week. It was probably like three days where I was pretty nauseous. Um, I was still able to go to class, do things like that, so it wasn't too bad, but it was just my body adjusting to testosterone and the new hormones that were in my body. Like it makes sense that I'd be nauseous, but went away very, very fast. Thank God. Um, within the first month though, I did notice increased hair growth on my body. 
So I noticed like my leg hair started growing faster and longer than it ever had before. And I also noticed my body odor changing, just smelling more like a stereotypical boy, um, smelling kind of gross all the time. And it's something that actually gave me euphoria. I hate to admit it, but I kind of love the body odor. It's like the little things with testosterone that like make you happy that you're like, why am I happy that I'm a gross boy right now? I couldn't tell you, but I love it. Um, bottom growth started at about one month in and bottom growth. Um, okay. If you are my family member, I would skip about two minutes into this so that you don't have to listen to me talk about my genitals. Thank you. Um, bottom growth. Let's see. It starts with like you feeling it kind of tingle and your clip becomes more sensitive to everything. And then it starts to grow a little bit. So your clit is going to start to reach outside of your clitoral hood and everybody's clit when they get sexual or sexually aroused, like grows, you get an erection in your clit. It's very slight for people who are not on testosterone. Um, as bottom growth develops, when you get sexually aroused, your clit is going to poke more out of your clitoral hood. And the longer you're on testosterone, the more it's going to do that. Eventually it'll get to the point where your clit is like naturally poking out of your clitoral hood, like the longer you're on testosterone. But in the beginning, you'll start to notice that all of a sudden you'll see your clit pop out and you're like, what? I've never seen that before. That's crazy. Um, so that's kind of how bottom growth starts. It's not uncomfortable. It's definitely more sensitive, but it makes sex 10 times better. Um, for me, at least it's made sex 10 times better. Orgasms have changed because of my bottom growth. Um, orgasms used to be in my entire body and I really felt them. It felt like butterflies and like tingles going through my body. Orgasms now with bottom growth are very focused in my genitals and I kind of prefer it. I mean, everybody's different. I've heard some trans people complain about it and say that they miss their old orgasms, but I kind of really appreciate the new ones. I think it's a sense of euphoria that I get to experience orgasms that are closer to what cis males experience. And that makes me happy, but I just prefer those types of orgasms. I don't know. Anyway, I love bottom growth. It started about one month in. Um, my voice started to drop barely at about one month in. People said that they noticed differences. I don't believe them. And when I listen to videos, I can barely hear a difference, but I did drop a tiny bit after one month. Um, acne definitely started out one month in that's to be expected though. Also one month in my period stopped and that's not going to happen for everybody. One month in, sometimes it takes three months. Sometimes it takes six months for me. I had my period the week before I started testosterone. I was a month into testosterone, should have gotten my period again, never came still hasn't come five months in. So one month later, my period stopped. Two months into testosterone, I got more body hair. Um, my armpit hair started growing really long. My leg hair started turning dark instead of blonde, and it started getting curly and growing longer and faster than ever before. My voice drop, I actually did hear it two months in. Barely, but I did hear a voice drop. Um, two months in is where my voice started cracking an insane amount. I remember I was in the car on the way to California, and I was singing to one of my favorite Declan McKenna songs, and I could not hit the high note. Like, my voice just cut out. And I was like, what? And then that was the beginning of it. It sort of just sounded like I was losing my voice. Um, my voice got really raspy. It felt really vibrate -y, if you know what I'm talking about, if you're on testosterone. But it felt like every time I talked, like, my throat was vibrating. And I've gotten used to that now. But 
it's like it's a different octave like you can feel it in your throat it's very weird um but yeah it kind of felt like a sore throat for a little bit kind of felt like I was losing my voice um but then it just started cracking anytime I raised my voice my voice was cracking and this was like a big like my whole second month my voice was cracking um but that meant that my voice was dropping so I was okay with it bottom growth did continue to happen um two months in is when I noticed myself being the most horny and again, family, you might want to skip the next 30 seconds or so. Um, very weird. Like I tend to, I used to have a high sex drive. I've never had this high of a sex drive in my entire life. I don't, I didn't know how to handle it. I don't think that it's decreased since month two. I think that my sex drive is insanely high since starting testosterone. And, um, I've just learned how to <laughs> cope with it, I guess. But two months in, I was struggling. Like, you will be in public and literally get a boner, like, out of nowhere. And it's not even because something sexually arouses you. Like, your hormones are so out of whack. You're, like, a 13-year-old boy who gets a boner out of nowhere. Like, it deadass will happen to you, and you'll be like, holy shit, what do I do? You just have to cope with it and deal with it. And eventually, you learn how to figure it out. But month two, very horny. Um, I started to notice, like, male patterned thoughts, which I feel like this is controversial because we don't know how gender and sex affect the wiring of our brain and our thought patterns and stuff like that but I would say things out loud that people around me were like ew that was a very stereotypical boy thought and I was like really <laughs> like I would get so excited I was like oh my god I just I definitely noticed the way that my brain was perceiving people in the world changed and was different than how it used to be. So definitely some like change in my thought patterns. And I also noticed a change in my sexuality. Not that that was necessarily due to testosterone. We can't prove that, but I came out as gay two months in. Um, my acne got a lot worse. So I fixed my skincare routine, but you know, acne still a thing. Um, and then month two, my face bloated really bad. Um, that was the worst bloating that I got was month two and it lasted about a month, but that was my bloating stage was month two. Um, and then my appetite, Jesus fucking Christ, my appetite increased like nobody's business. It's insane. Like I eat so much food. My metabolism, my metabolism is crazy. The second I wake up in the morning, I need a four course meal. I'm fucking starving. And I eat dinner right before I go to bed. I need another four course meal. Like it's insane. So if you're on testosterone, 10 out of 10 recommend getting high volumes of food that are healthy food because you're just going to want to eat and eat and eat and it's really easy to gain weight and if you need to gain weight like I needed to gain weight it's helped me a lot but now I have to eat healthier foods because I want to try to like maintain the weight that I'm at so but I still want to eat all the time um month two I definitely noticed like fatigue and this has started to go away this month or I've just gotten used to it and coped with it but I've never had such a hard time getting out of bed and like since starting testosterone, it's just like a puberty thing. Like your body needs, like they say when you're going through puberty as a cis person, you need like 13 hours of sleep. So try to do that when you're 21 and you're a full-time student and you have a job, like it's impossible to get 13 hours of sleep and have a social life. Like it's, it's impossible. So you're kind of fatigued all the time, really hard to get up in the morning, but again, worth it because love testosterone. Um, I compiled a list of effects that I've noticed from the third month to current, which would be my fifth month. Um, and it's a very long list, but it's pretty much been consistent changes since then. So here's my super long list. Um, increased hair growth everywhere. So this includes, um, like I said, everywhere, body 
genitals, armpits, um, even hair on my head has been growing faster and hair on my head has been getting curlier, which is super slight. Also your eyebrows get darker. That happened like a month in. I forgot to mention that. Um, I already said my hair gets curlier. Um, oh my God. Month three, the voice drop crazy shit, dude. I swear to God. Like for me, month three, I really noticed a voice drop. And then again at month five, well, I'm about to hit month five. So like week 20, when I'm about, I'm like a week away from hitting five months is when I noticed again, huge voice drop. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, bottom growth going strong. She's still growing. She's still doing her thing. Um, still horny. Uh, that doesn't really go away. Um, my muscle growth, and maintenance without the gym. I haven't gone to the gym in a super long time. I still see muscle definition from when I was going to the gym, and that was like three months ago. So that's super slight. My appetite still increased. I can eat so much food and I can eat five meals a day. Um, fatigue still there. However, the last week or so, I haven't really noticed it. So like I said, maybe I'm getting used to it or maybe it's going away. Who could say? Either way, by month five, hopefully you'll be less fatigued like I am. Um, fat redistribution in the body. I'm so excited that I have love handles. I never thought I would say that. Most people would disagree with me. I love my love handles because my dad has love handles and I'm like, oh my God, my body's starting to look like my dad's. Like, this is so fucking cool. Instead of, like, my boobs have gotten smaller because my, and so have my hips because my fat has gone to, like, my stomach and my back and I'm becoming more square and that's super duper exciting. Um, also fat redistribution in my face. People are saying my face is starting to get more angular. My jawline's starting to pop out. My nose has gotten bigger, which strange. Um, my nose piercings are starting to fit differently and I might need to size up actually. Um, but I have noticed if you look at pictures, my nose is the thing that has changed most since starting testosterone, but I like it. Like I think it's making me pass more. So I like it a lot. Not that passing is essential. Obviously I do not want to make that clear or I do want to make that clear that passing is not essential for me. Passing is one of my goals for right now, at least. So I like it. Anyway, acne, still going strong. So important to be consistent in your skincare. Cannot stress this enough. Wash your face at least twice a day, probably three times a day. Wash your body, your back, your chest with face wash. You're going to get acne. Um, passing over the phone is something that I started doing between month three and five, which is really cool. And sometimes passing in person. I'm getting about 50-50 now, being five months in, getting 50% misgendered, 50% affirmed. So it's getting better and that's cool. Um, using the men's bathroom everywhere is something that I do now. And I feel comfortable doing that because I feel like I look, I may not look like a cis man, but I look like I belong in the men's more than I look like I belong in the women's. And so that's something that has been really affirming for me. However, men's bathrooms are fucking disgusting. I digress. Um, more confidence. I've noticed I have so much more confidence months three through five. Um, and people have even told me that I have more masculine mannerisms than I used to have, which is crazy. Um, I never thought that that would happen, but I have picked up on it. Even the way that I'm sitting right now doing this podcast, totally man spreading right now, I'm not even doing that on purpose. I just, I've been taking up more space in rooms with like my posture. And that's something that I feel like as I've looked more masculine, I emulate that masculinity more as well, which is super fucking cool. Um, and I'm more social. That's like the biggest thing that I've noticed. I'm more comfortable with my body and the way that people are perceiving me. And so I've been more social. I've been hanging out with people more. I've been making new friends. I've been introducing myself to new people because I feel like I'm actually the person that I want them to see.
which is really cool. Um, so that is sort of my overview of my experiences with testosterone so far. I'm sure this will be updated the further along TIM. Like I'm sure I'll do an update probably in a couple months, but I'm sure I'll do one at least at one year. Um, if you have any questions or want clarification on anything, head on over to my TikTok, which is at Ainsdog, A-I-N-S-D-A-W-G, um, and leave me a comment or DM me or anything. Um, asking any questions that you need to or that you want to hear me talk about on this podcast. Um, thank you for listening, and I hope the rest of your day or night is absolutely incredible. <laughs>